0: Good day and welcome to episode 57 of the Plus One Player Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Steve, and as always, I'm joined by the lore connoisseur himself, Matt.
1: Oh,
0: now he he just neighed. Okay. All right. We're just really committing to the horse Hey, everybody. (laughs) And this week, we are joined once again by the Empress of Stardew Valley, Christine. Hello. We got a connoisseur and an Empress. I think the Empress might outrank you, but... At least you know
2: more about lore. In only one game, though, <laughs> <laughs> just in Destiny 2. Well, hey, that's more than
0: most can say. But if you want to talk Metal Gear lore, holla at your boy. So, how are you, fine folks, doing? We had a fun night last night, chatting all through the God. game awards. That was so, so we're much fun. Do some more that of that was a today. Good time. But how's your week been? Long.
1: Mm. This yes. is a long, long week.
2: I yeah. feel that. I actually kind of like this recording on a Friday night. It's like...
1: yeah, Oh, yeah, because we have no I don't have work tomorrow. tomorrow right, yeah. yeah. I can I do whatever I want. I have work tomorrow. Oh, oh, that sucks. <laughs> never mind. Well,
0: me and Matt are gonna get drunk this week <laughs> while we talk about the Game Awards. So, yeah, I feel that. It's been a long week. We, Like I said, we've been really busy at work, so I'm excited though because Smash came out today, so I'm pretty pumped to download uh, that and, and start yeah. smashing around, as they say.
2: <laughs> a co-worker today was like, hey, Matt, and then he just slowly picked up smash and i was like what where did you get that and he was like on my lunch break (laughs) (laughs) he went to GameStop on his lunch break that's that's commitment that's my story it is commitment
0: so yeah i'm excited to start playing some smash i imagine we'll be doing some fun online play with that so really really looking forward to it i've never really been into smash because again i was always a sony boy so i'm probably gonna be bad at it but hey maybe uh maybe i'll learn a thing or two you'll be fine and this week you'll notice again he is absent where is manny this week as we hunt him down in the world the cosmos last i saw he actually just put in like a field it was like a cornfield it seemed and he just put his signature black hat on like a uh just a wooden (laughs) post and then he draped one of his uh, his old shirts over mm. it. Kind of like Thanos in the mm-hmm. new Avengers trailer. I don't know what yeah, he's trying to do. very similar. He's like, acting like a scarecrow, and he's just all of a sudden, he's taken to just the fields.
2: He's now just he's, a field. He's going to murder half the plus one player staff. Oh, oh my God. no.
1: Well, then, <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, that'd be
2: two and a half of us. So who would be the half
1: that gets left? Just half a person. I'm like half a person anyway. I'm pretty short. <laughs> <laughs>
2: christine's just like i want to survive
0: <laughs> so if you'd like to answer that question give us a call at 347-509-5620 let us know who would be the half person left if manny snapped half the population of plus one player away so while manny's in the field he left the house a mess because he was just tracking dirt and mud and corn just a lot of corn tons of corn way too much corn so he's tracking it all through the house so we have to keep it clean so as always please follow us on social media we are at plus one player on twitter and instagram and that's at plus the number one player we also have a facebook page facebook.com one player so go on over wow. to all of our social media sites and you can follow what is always going to be new on the website we post our articles we post our podcast episodes we post witty observations from time to time so go check us out on social media, and then head on over to the website, which of course is plusoneplayer.com. You'll find all of our content there, and of course, you'll find links to sites like our Twitch, twitch.tv slash plusoneplayer, where we stream almost every single night of the week. We actually, last night, Maddo streamed a little bit of Halo Collector's Edition.
2: my god, that was cool.
0: Yeah, that so was good. that's a nice little throwback. So we're, we're trying to change things up here and there, and uh, you know... I did install Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so a stream of that could be coming soon.
1: Nice.
0: So go check us out on twitch.tv slash plus one player. So on the website and on our Twitter bio, you can find the link to our Discord. So come on, join the community. We have a great group of people, I noticed. We broke a hundred. It's a nice little feeling. We got a hundred awesome people in the discord community. And like I said, at the top of the show, we had an absolute blast chatting all through the game awards last night. It was so much fun. So if you want to come and join the great conversation where we talk about video games, movies, TV, all things entertainment. And of course, now we get the food channel, the noms channel, as we call it, but plenty of cool recipes being shared. So go and check out the discord link. If you want to join in on all the fun, Unless, of course, you're racist, in which case, no fucking noms for you. Oh. (laughs) So if you've enjoyed all the content that you've seen on the website, if you love the podcast, if you're having a good time hanging out in the Discord community, think of heading on over to patreon.com slash player If you're feeling generous, feel free to throw us a buck or two, because every single dollar you throw us will go right back into the show to make it be the best it could possibly be. We have a stellar group of Patreon supporters. They mean the world to us. They have so much fun interacting with us on the Discord, and we love their support. We couldn't do it without them. I truly mean that. And of course, we can't finish up housekeeping without mentioning the biggest Patreon supporter, the sponsor of the show. That's Nerdiest Brands. As always, Nerdiest Brands is a fantastic website that features products from vendors and designers from around the world, no matter the nerdy fandom. So if you'd like some rad nerdy gear, head on over to nerdiestbrands.com. That's Nerdiest, N E R D I O U S brands.com not dot gov (laughs) and with that the house is clean we have so many fun things to talk about this week like i said the game awards were last night we had some surprises we had some things that we actually called we we did much better in our predictions this year i
2: will say oh my god we did so well i feel like we did pretty good
0: with the predictions so we're gonna talk all about that but first matt how are we kicking off the show
2: with a quick round of pass the sticks so we're just going to update you on what games we've been playing what we've been enjoying and where we are with that so i've got the controller of course so i'll just tell you what i'm playing <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> this is i think this is a first for pass that pass the sticks i don't think yeah, anybody's just ever gonna
1: just start like with taking the sticks I, they're, they're
2: mine you know what i respect the move i think it's Thank a good you. move Move. <laughs> Let's see. So I've been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh really? Have you been playing with the whole crew? <laughs> no, I'm on a oh. different server right now. Oh, okay. But we'll we'll be on like a mega server in a few months, so I'll just Yay. wait until that because otherwise it's like twenty bucks to move my character over, which is so dumb. But been having fun with that, doing some quests and such. Sometimes I get an MMO itch that just has to be scratched. And then I've also been playing Pokemon Let's Go, which is also a ton of fun. Yes. Um, Very nostalgic, but also just, like, pretty solidly well done. I thought I wasn't going to like the Pokemon capture situation with just, like, throwing a ball uh, at it. Which, like, I don't think it adds a whole lot either. And it's kind of confusing on, like, what works and what doesn't. I think it's just random. Exactly. uh, For the most part. However it's like okay that aspect everything else about it is like a lot of fun and i do enjoy having drowsy follow me around wiggling his (laughs) fingers it's just the best thing ever uh and he also makes that like noise it's very (laughs) weird
0: yeah the catching mechanic was the one complaint i had with the game yeah yeah Yeah. it was just like super random there was nothing that you would do that would consistently work like i'd throw the thing a bunch of berries throw an ultra ultra ball at it and it's just like broke out in the first try
2: Like oh cool yeah, great. Your berries
1: can't stop me.
2: I've had a Pokemon get mad that I gave it berries.
1: It's like excuse me, yeah.
2: Maybe
0: why? He's allergic to berries.
2: Oh oh no, I'm so insensitive. (laughs) Yeah, and oh, there was one other. Oh, I've just been playing some Overwatch with the holiday event coming up, so I'll probably play more of that soon. I think that's it. Well, I mean, that yeah. sounds... What, right? have, you been doing been have you been doing uh, any more Destiny? Oh, yeah. But I haven't... Been, so Black Armory came out this yes, week. I haven't been Black able Armory. to really play any of it. So hopefully this weekend, because I do know you have to grind a little bit mm. before you can actually do some of that content. Steel is, is a not silly. happy. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't happy because it should have let you, maybe like two weeks ago, let you start grinding up instead of just being still maxed at 600 so that you could then just like do the story content when you started, when they opened it up this week. I think that would have been a little smart. They did Mm -hmm. lower it five points, but that doesn't make that much of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I think as a general rule, like when you release a DLC or something, expansion, whatever, like having the story content start with the opening of that DLC sort of makes sense and not doing that. It, that way it doesn't make sense. So I think that's just like a, hopefully a learning moment for them. Yeah, I guess that's it. That's it.
1: Oh, what's the sticks? Ooh. Whoever you want to give it to.
2: Yeah, you pass them. Here, Christine, you can have them.
1: Thanks. So I've also been playing Overwatch. I'm also really excited for the Winter Wonderland event, especially with that new Mercy skin. Um, Looks so good. And I've also been playing Final Fantasy Online. It's 14, right? Yes, I always correct. get the numerals wrong. So it was on sale on Humble Bundle for Black Friday, and a lot of people, I know especially Kate, said, said, oh, you'd really like it. I was like, okay, and now I've been playing a lot of that. Mm -hmm. So I also got, um, what did I get? Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Odyssey, which now that's just another two games in the backlog. (laughs) (laughs) But I will You have a lot. I finished the other two Tomb Raider games. Yeah, they're I, easier. Oh, to that's true. Yeah, I hundred percented the first one, so I'll be able to finish the third. This third one. Yeah. So that's
0: what that's what one of the things I love about the Tomb Raider games is like the main story is easy to complete in like a shorter time frame. Yeah.
1: Nice. And they're still really good games. Like, yeah, exactly. They're not long. They they don't have to be long to be good.
0: Yeah, because those action scenes are just like some of the best in gaming. Like, oh god. Yeah,
1: it's a uh, it's good though. I'm. Really enjoying it. I'm not, like, super into MMORPGs, but I'm really liking Final Fantasy. So this is nice.
2: MMOs aren't good for the backlog, just...
1: No, but I've been playing throwing it.
2: Throwing that out there.
1: Yeah, well, it's one thing when it's, like, an ongoing game I can play with friends versus, like, a huge open world story game. Yeah, you know? that's so tr- It's just true. different. Like, oh, like, I see Vinny or Kate's on. It's like, oh, want to do some dungeons or something? It's different so that's true steve i'm gonna give you the controller now
0: Ooh, i got the sticks so i was also recently playing pokemon let's go Eevee. had a blast with it uh, i i finished everything i did the the elite four which i always just want to call the elite eight like why couldn't they call them the final four i don't <laughs> know I'm big on alliteration So I always just immediately go to Elite Eight with only four of them, Um, and then I got to Mewtwo, and he basically like one shot all of my Pokemon except Eevee. (laughs) But, no, he, like, 3 shot at Eevee, so I clearly couldn't catch him, and I was reading online, it's like, you should just rank up a Gengar and use Gengar with Sucker Punch. I'm like, well, I don't have a fucking Gengar, so now I had to go back and get one, and it's, oh, right now I just have a Haunter, and I'm trying to rank him up, and I just, Uh... now I'm at the point where, like, I've already beat this, and I really don't care to grind out and, like, get you two. Mm.
1: Gengar! He looks so cute following you around. I love him.
0: It takes a while to rank him up because... I've, like, beat everybody in the game except those, like, singular Pokemon trainers. So, like, you would encounter, like, the Charmander Master and you have to battle him with just a Charmander. So, oh,
1: right. I forgot they were doing that like, last game. Like,
0: that's... Yeah, so without being able to actually so... battle wild Pokemon like you could in the old games, you can only uh... rank up by, like, catching them. And it kind of gets boring uh... just, like, going around catching Pokemon, so...
1: Can you catch them in Pokemon Go and then that works, or...?
0: I will Dang not play are. pokemon go <laughs>
1: okay
0: i will not do it <laughs> okay fair enough so i w- <laughs> i was playing pokemon uh, let's go and now i kind of switched over to red dead online and battlefield 5 been doing a lot of that playing multiplayer <laughs> let's go with to our, the post
1: office a few different
2: friends that was so funny <laughs> Watching you and Kate play Red oh Dead my is so God, funny.
1: it's yeah, hilarious. It's a lot of
2: fun. It's
0: cause it is cool. It's
1: like Get just on like, the horse. We gotta go for
0: a ride. Last <laughs> night I just or what is it, Wednesday or whatever, I just like jumped on her horse and she was just like kid- can you can you get off my horse he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't seem to be going fast because you're on it I was like <laughs> she got mad get at off me my because horse thick boy i was i was riding on her horse with her and she got mad at me because there was like a pack of wolves and when you're on the mm-hmm. back of a horse you can only use your your revolver and all i have right now is the shitty cattleman revolver and she's like you're not gonna shoot the wolves i'm like it's not gonna kill him like it's a shitty revolver <laughs> just just go she got mad at that and i was like well listen we're out in the wild west we got to go
2: to the post office.
0: <laughs> it is a lot of fun, though. Like, there's definitely some things that need tweaking, but it does look like Rockstar's working on the in-game economy. Really, I think if they just pay out more on missions, everything's fine. Like, I don't care about the prices. Like, if because right now you get, like, five, ten, maybe, like, fifteen bucks on a mission. It's not much. So, if they just increase that, then there really wouldn't be a problem. So, I'm curious to see how that'll work. They already announced that all the progress you have will carry over once the beta's done. So, that's what... A lot of people were worried about, like, I'm putting in all this work. It's going to carry over. So that's good. Mm. Um, stranger missions are kind of cool. Like, you just stumble upon those, and the people in the world can either choose to fuck with you or not, and you can do the same on their missions. Lately, I've actually noticed that there really haven't been that many, like, griefers in the sessions that I've been in. Like, usually people just kind of mm. let you do what you want to do. So maybe mm. that little burst of uh, energy went away. I did accidentally kill someone the other night because I was galloping through armadillo and the guy just literally ran in front of the horse so he died. Uh. But uh not my fault. He ran in front of the horse. So. And uh <laughs> Battlefield don't, Five well, is a lot of fun. Of I feel like it just has literally got no publicity whatsoever because mm. they delayed the Battle Royale probably. Like that's most likely why mm, it's not getting any no- yeah. like notice um The online modes are pretty fun. I am having a little bit of an issue where it seems like sometimes it takes a while to just do the auto matchmaking. So you actually just have to do, like, Uh. list servers and, like, find a server, which is weird. Like, why wouldn't it just dump me in one of those servers? I don't know. It's weird. But, like, it's enjoyable. The gameplay is smooth, and it's much better, like, the time-to-kill ratio. So it's not like Call of Duty where, like, you put, like, a bunch of bullets in somebody and they keep coming at you. You're usually able to, like, take people out in a couple shots if you have, like, well-placed shots. I still like Battlefield 4 the best though. I won't lie to you. That was mm-hmm. that's still my number one because I tried playing the single player on this and I know we talked about how Call of Duty mm-hmm. got rid of single player and like what Battlefield was going to do. So they did what they did with Battlefield 1 and it's just like singular stories and so you play like these short little stories mm-hmm. for individual people. Mm-hmm. I played like the first one and I fucking hated it. I won't lie to oh. you. Like it just like forced you to do stealth missions and the game sucks at stealth. And so once I decided to shoot because I was like, "Oh, this is battlefield. Why don't I just shoot these people?" They immediately call for reinforcements and start bombing my wow. location. I was like, "What the fuck?" So,
2: oh, I'm
0: probably just gonna stick with multiplayer for that. But I have a couple of friends who are pretty big into playing it online, so I'll at least get some right. fun out of that.
2: I dislike it when games discourage creativity in mission completion.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. I just you don't want to play do it stealth this way. <laughs> Not in that game, yeah. Right. It just has terrible stealth mechanics. So that's pretty much what I've been playing, and on the side I've been dabbling with little WWE two K nineteen because it's just it's just a fun time. Ooh.
2: Does it make any characters in that game?
0: Not yet. I I probably will. I might do that for a stream one night and have the stream make make my character for me.
1: I'm gonna do a Soul Calibur six stream with Mado. I think. I think that. Ooh, that'll be cool. Just, just <laughs> character make characters. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be hilarious.
0: But yeah, it sounds like we've been playing uh, some fun stuff. I'm looking forward to finally playing Odyssey. So I, th- I think that'll be this weekend. See? Me Fire too. Up.
2: Haven't played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about that in a few weeks. <laughs> so that is past the sticks, where we update you on what we are playing. So let's move on to our discussion, aka our topic of the pod. The Game Awards 2018, they happened yesterday, December 6th. This is Friday, December 7th. So, we are going to give you the deep dive analysis that you've all come to expect from Plus One Player. Good content, hard hitting analysis, fair, balanced commentary, except when it comes to Fortnite. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Cool. So I basically took a ton of notes last night, but they're all sort of brain dumpy. So why don't we start with just like general impressions and we'll go down that road. So, yeah, who has any like general impressions of the awards show as a whole? This was their fifth year doing it, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeff fifth. Keighley's fifth year organizing it. Yeah. I don't know. What'd you think? We all watched it together. So, yeah, what'd we you guys think?
1: We did. It was that I really liked watching it uh, together especially in the discord community like creating that channel i think was a really good idea because we have people jumping in and watching it with us yeah you're a genius horse the big brain i, I won't
0: <laughs> lie but bef- like literally 10 minutes before you brought that up i almost i was in the create a channel and i was like ah, we could probably just do oh, chat. Sure. oh sure i was i <laughs> promise was- you mm-hmm. i'd never tell a lie except I I, i'm sure in the glitch report, where all we say is lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it was also, although at the time it felt long, that is probably the shortest award show I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It
2: definitely did feel long, but you're right. It probably was like a really short award show as I far think as award shows go. It was only like go. two
1: hours? No, it was more than two hours.
2: No, yeah, yeah. It started at eight. Well, that's one thing I didn't like. The like 30 minute pre show. Yeah, I wish they would just would have started it. You know, so like that or story? if there was a pre-show, like differentiated a little more, maybe have a different host hosting that section. <laughs> it was just a little weird. It felt a little weird.
1: Uh, he's a weird host. Let me just like, I was. I love like, Jeff okay, Dude, He's just. Oh, my so, God. oh he's because he's, he's just, annoying. Like,
2: he's just such like a passionate
0: dude. Like he loves video games. And so, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just fun to watch like that type of joy. I, I was
2: I went back and forth throughout the night of liking him and then being like oh that's a little weird. <laughs> I I think overall I do like him and his passion for bringing the gaming community yeah. Yeah. together is so clear. So right. that's like awesome. I think I think they should have a co-host moving yes. forward. I think yes. having two people to like banter and like just play off each other would make it feel even more like oh this is a real awards show. I agree. And also just be good for the situation as a whole yeah they Um, should
0: they should get andrea renee to do it because she hosts like a ton of like the gaming conferences and stuff now obviously she does what's good games and kind of Mm -hmm. uh, kind of funny games daily but i agree like i think it'd be cool to see you know bouncing back and forth because they have the two stages so it kind of it lends itself to that ability and i agree in the sense that like they needed to separate the pre-show and the major. Yeah, <laughs> there it wasn't, wasn't a little even
1: a break. Weird. <laughs>
2: it just turned like the clock. Di- right. Like, the, yeah. the, the countdown yeah. clock
0: just went to zero. And, like, and they were relied. doing
1: awards during the pre-show.
2: Yeah, yeah. As I as imagine I some you. of those awards were because, like, maybe those people had to like leave or something. Yeah, I got that impression. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we all agree co-host is needed. Not to say that he didn't do a good. I thought he did a good job overall. Mm. I just think. Uh, i think there's opportunity be nice yeah for sure exactly there's opportunity
0: but at the same time too i feel like a lot of those people just want to go enjoy the game awards and they're like i don't want to host <laughs> oh, like sure. i'd rather That's just right. go and like have a great night because it looks like so much fucking fun like <laughs> it does look like fun and yeah. i'll say
2: that the awards show as a whole so like if excluding the pre-show so from when it started at like nine eastern to the end I thought it was so well done in terms of like the production value, oh, yeah. like the stage looked beautiful, mm-hmm. the orchestra was fucking awesome. Oh my God,
1: oh, that was God. amazing. Like the production
2: value was just very high and it was like, wow, this is really cool that games are at this level, you know, mm-hmm. that we have like this awesome, well put together awards show. Yeah. So it's... for ev- everyone that went into like organizing that deserves a huge pat on the back.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah and that's one of the the main reasons i really i really appreciate like jeff Keeley just because like that dude works his ass off sure to, like, put all that like mm. he put phil spencer uh sean laden and reggie and he put those three on stage together and i like how we were like christine brought it up first she's saying is <laughs> cross- this a crossplay, cross-play? announcement and cross-play? Then they're just like enjoy the night and we're
1: like well yeah, that right. was community kind of awkward, is so good we <laughs> all need to work together
0: so he put those three on stage, and that's literally one of those moments that we'll all remember because it's very rare that those three get to go on stage together because they're usually on stage opposite each other because they're hosting yeah. their right. own separate conferences. So yeah, that yeah. was a cool moment. It would have been even cooler if it was a crossplay announcement, but it <laughs> wouldn't be cool. W- what can you do? It was it was a fun moment to see as a gamer, and it was it was cool that they kicked yeah. off the show with that. And then, um, like you said about the orchestra, I thought they really paced the show perfectly like they spaced everything out where Mm. they give you award announcements game reveals game trailers and then they have those little breaks with the orchestra playing the different scores from the different games that were nominated man oh god the game of the year montage they did with the
2: orchestra was was so so good so
0: amazing oh my god and whoever put that together the red dead set where they that was so good uh, may i stand unshaken god Very damn incredible because that song kicks on at one of like the most emotional moments in the game and it is so perfect and so when they started playing that on stage with a full orchestra that was just like holy shit this was so cool
1: yeah that was incredible like the music was so good i love orchestras so like to have that as a part of it was just awesome and yeah. it makes you really appreciate the music and all of the games like in that montage yeah. It's like, it's so good.
0: I loved the addition when uh, Lena Rain, she's the composer for Celeste, when she was playing, like, yes, just with the orchestra. Yeah. That little, like, uh, yeah. that chip-toony sound. Oh, my God. Because that soundtrack was amazing. I kind of thought mm-hmm. Celeste might have one best soundtrack. I was really pulling mm-hmm. for him Because with a game where there's no dialogue, music is pretty much everything. Like, you right. need to have that mood set and mm-hmm the score sets the mood in every different stage in Celeste. I don't hate that Red Dead got it, but like a little part of me was like, give it to Celeste, come on.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give -hmm. it to the little guy. (laughs) The one other thing I noticed, which is not a comment on the actual Game Awards, but I guess probably more about the industry, Mm -hmm. and you could even say just the tech world as a whole, is that like representation of various groups of people was definitely not there. Not you know, no, For sure. Was no. mostly white men, which yeah. was like, wow, this is really evident when like you actually see They're the people standing together here. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like I think they if I were to make an assumption, I'd say they probably tried to do their best. And I think they actually did okay with like LGBTQ representation. Oh, yeah. but like racial ethnic, ooh boy, we have worlds to go. Like, yeah. real worlds to go. But what I'd say, too, is that the reveals that were happening and the trailers and stuff, like, the representation in the actual video games was very varied and diverse. Oh, unique, was Which like, was so cool. Anthem yeah. was
1: super diverse. Yeah. yeah.
2: But uh, the team's got to reflect that, too, you know? Which, yeah. I get it's, like, an ongoing thing. But uh, I hope people, mm-hmm. uh, I hope companies are thinking about that. So yeah. that's the one other note I'd make, but it's probably less about the actual show and more about the industry.
1: Yeah, no, that's a great point. And
0: actually, because I was listening to uh, the What's Good Games podcast from this week, and mm. Andrea brought up because how we talked about the best performer uh, award last, you know, two weeks ago, and we mm. talked about how competitive that was and like how oh, any yeah, one of them yeah, could have yeah, won. Yeah. And she brought up a pretty good point that why don't they break it up as best male performer and best female performer? Mm, And the way she's like
1: they do at the Oscars, yeah,
0: exactly. And the way she kind of set that stage was there's a lot of great female performances in side characters that aren't like main protagonists, and that's pretty much what best performer is usually centered around is main protagonists,
1: yeah.
0: So this would actually give chances to other actors and actually get some exposure and you can actually break it up on the men's side too to actually start featuring like some of those side characters instead of just always the protagonist but i thought it was a good idea because there were a ton she brought up obviously we talked about this when we talked about spider-man laura bailey how she did a stellar job playing mary jane because she's a focal point in the game and her interaction with yori's version of peter that's really like the heart and soul of the game like the Stan Lee cameo brings a tear to my eye because that's when they're in the diner oh, together. And he's yeah. just like, you two are always my favorite. Oh. It's like, me too, Stan.
2: That's an interesting point. Yeah. I would actually push back against her point and say that instead of breaking it up for uh, with like male performer and female performer, it should be best lead performance and best supporting performance. Because hmm. sometimes when you break things up along gender lines, it's like, oh, so we have to break it up. So that a woman can win an award, you know. Yeah, no, it's, I so hear it that can for like sure. rub me the wrong way. So I think uh, I okay. understand her point, but I think you could break up the categories into like lead and supporting, and mm-hmm. s- s- have a diverse group of people to choose from for those roles.
1: Yeah, that so would be good. Some sort of like split should be.
2: Yeah, it, and actually, when you mention it, that like oh, all of the performance folks. Were they all main characters?
1: Yeah, it was Brian, Descartes,
0: Connor. That's so interesting. Spider-Man, Kratos, uh, Arthur Morgan, and Cassandra.
2: Yeah, because there's so many other performers that make a game real. So splitting the category up. More, I think that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, yeah, because like think of like Atreus in God of War or like Dutch in Red Dead 2 or any of the characters yeah. in the gang.
0: I would argue that Sadie was, yeah, she steals the show in okay. Red Dead every time she's on the screen. My god, mm-hmm. I'm just always wondering what she's gonna do next. Fantastic <laughs> performance, yeah.
2: So, why don't we move into now talking about what was revealed? at the awards because oh my goodness so oh much <laughs> there's god. so many new games that are like look very very cool where did any stand out to you guys that you were like oh my goodness
1: yes I think, <laughs> I think one of them was <laughs>
0: unanimous for us the outer worlds
1: oh my god <laughs> that looks so good That looks. That's from Obsidian,
2: right? Which was acquired by Microsoft.
0: That's what was a surprise Mm -hmm. when I saw like it was an Obsidian game because Microsoft bought them. I was like, oh, this is probably going to be Xbox only or like just Steam and uh, Xbox, and then it's on everything. So, Mm -hmm. sweet. It looks. Thanks,
2: Phil Spencer. (laughs)
0: Because what is it's just like an outer space version of like Fallout where. People take over like basically. we <laughs> The graphics look very planet. similar. <laughs> yeah, but it looks like it. It looks really pretty. It
1: looks cool. Yeah,
2: like a sense of humor. Yeah, it. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing like gameplay of it. Um, For sure. Yes, that looks very cool. What else? Other things that caught your eye? Yes, <laughs> tons.
1: Well, but, you know, a handful. Lots, <laughs> lots of good things. I really liked the. Twist of the Mortal Kombat announcement. That was yeah, cool. that was oh fantastic. My god, that was that the was first so time good. my interest
0: has peaked in Mortal Kombat since like Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance on PS2.
1: Oh my god, dude, <laughs> the new one was really good by the the, the, the nether Realm Studios. Yeah, it was mm. really good. And just I love <laughs> that. Like, oh, we're announcing what was it? They said they were announcing best racing game. Or yeah, it was game. like
0: best racing or sports game.
1: And then all of a sudden, it was just the Mortal Kombat logo. I lost it. Yeah, pretty funny. It was, it. Funny. Um, it
2: was yeah with cool the the too. lightning, the like.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, dude, that was so good. It looks really good and like riding and
0: scorpion duking just, it out.
1: Oh just as gory and bloody as it should be. I am exactly. really excited for that, and I think it's on all platforms too, which is nice. Oh yeah. So
0: that might actually get me back into a fighting game for once. Yeah, I haven't it's played
2: good. Mortal Kombat in so long, and I love it. I do love it.
1: It's a good time.
0: Another one that stood out to me was Journey to the Savage Planet. That one kind of showed early oh, on in the show. Uh-huh. Just because it looked gorgeous. Like, that was the first thing that stood out to me. And it kind of looked like a much more polished no man's sky and like maybe more (laughs) to do um (laughs) on release yeah because then they they gave the explanation of it and it was where you're just dropped on an alien world with like nothing and then you just have to kind of piece together survival and figure out the mystery of like where you are so on the surface that does seem very interesting because i kind of do like those exploration like open world type games and that's what this sounds like and because again that trailer was just nice it was a nice enough touch where it was like all right now i'm interested so i want to find out more of course this is all just like the, probably the hype of the game awards so a lot of these maybe we'll find out aren't going to be as good as we think they are right oh now. for but sure yeah, yeah yeah for right now i'm definitely interested in that and i want to learn more so that's going to be on my radar moving forward mm-hmm.
2: yeah i um think a lot of people in the discord including me were flipping out when Crash Team Racing was announced. Yeah, yes. that will be I a lot like, of fun. I was like, "Oh, hello!" I love how we were like,
1: "Wait, CTR, CTR." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a really exciting announcement. Another exciting announcement was uh, Joker from Persona Five being in Smash. Oh, that is I, fucking cool. I yeah. did lose my mind. Also, the like trailer for that was like the art and everything was so cool. Like, very, very good. And then I think something we're all. We were all like pausing to talk about, but like the indie game announcements that happened. Really good. What? The Pathless, I wrote down. I wrote down the last campfire of like just games that looked really impressive to me. And like Hades. I I think, yeah, Hades. All the indie games that were like teased or there was a trailer, like. My goodness, the art styles were so interesting and unique yeah. and beautiful. I was like, whoa, I want to play all of those. Give me them right now so I can play on the Switch. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, that's what one of the best things about the Switch. It's just like a portable indie machine.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, I need one. Did
2: any of those stand out to you guys? Pathless was the one by mm-hmm. the same studio as Abzu. Yes. With the um, woman and the hawk. Yeah, yes. that one stood uh, out
0: to me the most because, like you said, the art style jumps out right away. It yeah. sucks you in, and now I'm just intrigued because it looks like it's going to be one of those kind of – I feel like almost easy to pick up gameplay styles, but it mm-hmm. looks like there's a like a lot to do and like a good story to unfold.
2: Yeah, for sure. There was also um, – I think the other one that stood out for me, which pains me to say, but it's by Hello Games –
1: was, uh, now, is that a game or just a short? Because it said it was a short.
2: So, so I think it's, uh, since they're like a studio, mm-hmm. it's like their version of an indie game. It's like a small okay. game. It's not like this huge That was um, No Man's Sky-like thing. The Last thing. Campfire or something? Like that? Yeah, The Last Campfire. And I think uh, I read somewhere online that was like their version of like a Pixar short, you know? So it's yeah. like they're okay. a full game studio, but here's like a small game. That you can that we want to release and show Those you. Those
1: Creatures were very cute. I know. <laughs> I and again, the art million. looks
2: so cool. Yeah, uh, it, that one had me interested too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other games that you were like, oh? I won't lie. Far Cry New Dawn has me interested. Oh my god, that trailer was fucking dope.
0: Yeah, and because we had talked about this, where I was a little disappointed in yeah. Far Cry Five because we didn't. I feel like we didn't get enough time with the father. So. I'm, I'm imagining he's going to be involved in this depending on how many years have passed mm. but i saw like a leaked version of the cover art and it looked like he was like pinned to like a taxi cab or something and those two the two main character girls were like mm-hmm. aiming their weapons at him i definitely think he'll be involved and because it's I, I like far cry gameplay mechanics i think the shooting is relatively smooth i'm not a big fan of driving i prefer like hopping in a helicopter and using that because i just don't like first person driving
2: oh yeah me neither
0: but i always found like the gunplay really smooth and it can lead to some like funny moments and that's actually a game that does do the stealth element well like if you have silenced weapons if you know how to maneuver around campsites and stuff like that you're able to kind of clear outposts without alerting anybody So I've always enjoyed the actual mechanics of Far Cry. And now that it's in like this post-apocalyptic setting, but it's not one of those like completely radiated, like it's actually in full bloom and it's more or less kind of like a Last of Us setting where it was just like overgrown and stuff like that. Mm. So that's piqued my interest for sure. It comes out February 15th, Mm -hmm. so I will probably play it. I won't lie to you.
1: (laughs) I loved the Stanley Parable commercial. Oh yeah, my god! Good. That took <laughs> so many shots. It was like
2: we're gonna shit on everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Um, yeah.
1: Among Trees also looked really cool for indie. Mm-hmm. The Dead by Daylight commercial scared me. <laughs> yeah, I that like three times. I was just like all, right. I was like, all right, yeah, I, get I was it. like, yeah, just do it once. <laughs> Every time I was like, I need to go to bed. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. I'm gonna be that guy in the mask. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Dragon Age announcement. Their teaser trailer, yeah, I just the say. tease, yeah, just the tease. And I like how at first Kate was like, "Okay, this isn't that big a deal." Then she was like, "Oh my god, I went on Reddit," and her and Mero had like an hour long <laughs> yeah. discussion about it. Yeah. So, um, that should be cool. Also, Psychonauts two, I'm really excited about. Yeah. And um, Atlas, that's by the people who did Arc Survive, right? Yeah, I that, think it's that like it's wacko a, game.
2: That looks very weird. It looks nuts. It's like everything put into one game on a planet, and you're oh, like, yeah. "What is going on?" Because <laughs> we were just like,
0: "Oh, so you can be pirates fighting dragons, fighting? Who <laughs> 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 like A Medusa? Yeah, yeah fighting Some, ninjas and a said,
1: knight oh, comes so with this, a cannon? Um, yeah. What was it? Is this uh, what's that sea game you guys played? C oh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, <laughs> like is this Sea of Thieves with the actual content? <laughs> Yeah, that, that was hilarious. <laughs>
2: Wait, what was the one you said before that?
1: Uh, Psychonauts 2.
2: Oh, no, Dragon Age 4.
1: Oh, Dragon Age, yes. It, it'll
2: be interesting to see if they go the Inquisition RPG, like run around open world route, mm-hmm. or if they go back to their roots with like the top down stuff, you know? Yeah. So, but I think a lot of people are excited.
1: Yeah, that was like a, uh... we were all literally spamming Kate in chat, so... <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm
2: tired. I'm gonna, go gonna bed. I know. I'm like, sleepy. Kate, this is
1: literally the thing you wanted.
2: I gotta hug my Pikachu and Evie from Tambo. Oh,
1: <laughs> that was so cute.
2: Any other reveals that you guys were excited about? Bop, the bop, anthem bop, bop.
1: trailer made me actually interested in the game. Yeah. I'll yeah. That was that. A, I got a good s- trailer. Yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. shit.
2: Welcome to Fort Tarsus. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, it looks, I want to see more gameplay, especially the RPG elements.
0: For sure, for sure.
2: But yes, cool that Casey Hudson was there from Bioware. I do like him. Mm -hmm. Ed Boone, that was pretty cool. Oh, what what was the 2K guy that won? Oh, Greg Thomas, Greg Thomas from 2K. What a lovely, nice, humble speech. And yeah. that was towards the beginning, so it was really nice to start off the night with yeah. that. And I'd say a lot of the speeches were very yes. thoughtful, yeah, and kind, and um,
1: like thought-provoking. Honestly, yeah, Sonic just, like, Fox, very
2: awesome. speech of the night. Yes.
1: honestly, <laughs> yeah, that was so good. And so was uh, and Chris Judge's shirt was awesome too.
2: Oh, yeah, I love Chris Judge. They I should yes. have Stargate come back.
0: I think Boy. we should use this as a segue to start talking about the awards.
2: Yes. Let's talk about Stargate. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, so <laughs> or as or as Kate says, Starcraft. <laughs> yes, the awards. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a good. What did you? Uh,
2: so, well, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Game of the year, God of War. That's Woo! what we. That's what we said we wanted slash thought would win. Yep. I was Rightly extremely pleased deserved. that Stay they here. won. Again, lots of good games in that category, but I, I really think from like an objective perspective that that was the best game this year. Yes. Like I, re- I really do believe that. So, so um, mm-hmm. so that was really cool to see them win game of the year. And um, seeing Corey and Shannon do their acceptance speech was really fantastic. They both did a very good job of like thanking everyone and like pointing people out that were like behind them on the stage um, who like really contributed, but maybe weren't. Figures that the public knows, so that was really cool too. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Honestly, like that was like we said, what we expected. We all thought God of War was going to walk away with that, but honestly, it got a little worrisome there, where Red Dead really started to clean up on some awards. Yeah, I was worried. They were sweeping. But and two, what Red Dead had going for it was it released so late too. It released in October, which is exactly that's what was worrying me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so. It was very cool to see not only um, win Game of the Year, God of War, but then they won for Best Director. And because, mm-hmm. like like we've talked about, the way they shot that game hasn't been done before. And they nailed it. Like, they tried something outrageously new, and it was absolutely perfect. Like, the way they were able to just mesh cut scenes into action with that single, no-cut camera and the way you were able to move it, and the access to the quick button, so you could just hit down and flip one eighty right away when you're in combat. Everything was so fluid. Like every moment of that game, you were just fixated on what you were doing with Kratos and Atreus. Like you couldn't look away because the, it, it, everything was amazing. The audio, the scale, the fucking world serpent. Like when that thing spoke, hmm. it was like, <laughs> like the yeah, boom. Oh, man. It was just so cool to see them win. And because, you know, if you follow Corey on Twitter, he's -hmm. just such a delightful human being. He Mm -hmm. just went on like a tour where he stopped by Kojima Productions in Japan. And he was literally just doing that so he could interact with other creators because he was tweeting about how it makes him better as a creator when he gets Mm -hmm. to have these conversations with these minds. It's just so cool to see somebody who loves what they do and finally be rewarded for turning around a franchise that needed to be turned around because honestly, no one really cared about God of War after Ascension. That was kind of a letdown compared to God of War three and you know, the first two. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So when he came out with this and he, you could tell that whole team put their heart and soul into it. And you could tell he brought a lot of his just experiences and life into it with becoming a father and how his life changed. And you could really feel Mm -hmm. that in the game. And like we talked about this on the spoiler cast, me and uh, Manny RIP we talked about how there were so many F. moments where Kratos and Atreus would interact with each other, and you would be like, I remember similar interactions mm. with my dad when I was a kid. So just kudos to Sony Santa Monica, Corey, Shannon, everybody yeah. who worked their ass off on that game.
1: Congratulations. Sure. Well deserved. Well deserved. Opinion. Absolutely. Just
2: gonna, I'm just going to look at the list and, and see. Great idea. Let's have a very short conversation on best ongoing game. Which yeah. Fortnite won. Which um,
1: we predicted. <laughs> which we predicted. We did predict it, but eh. we didn't want it. Yeah.
2: And I I unders we it's no surprise that we don't really like Fortnite. So I don't want to like have that color our what we say about it because I want to try and look at the the positives of the game too Mm -hmm. however i feel like so this is this is the the subtext of best ongoing game awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time okay and based on that description and who knows if that's the description the judges see or what sort of criteria they're given to judge but like fortnite is a battle royale game which is a mode that they did not invent yeah and and do they do a lot of updates to the game and keep new content pumping into the game yes they do that's true but does it evolve the player experience over time no, it, it really doesn't. So that's where it like comes down to it for me. Like the play ex- player experience, in my opinion, of that game has hasn't evolved. Like they've ed- added yeah. new items, they've changed the map up, they've done some story things here and there with the cube and whatever. But like, the does block that, is that truly innovative? Yeah, <laughs> is that truly innovative for the category? And I I would just argue it isn't. Yeah. And um. So it, it's a little upsetting to me that they won based on that criteria. Like if it's really content that involves the player experience over time, then really in that category, either Destiny Two Forsaken, which yes I'm biased, so I'll acknowledge that, or no man's sky. Like oh, yeah. one of those would, one of those games sure. should have won it. Both of them. Based on that description. Mm-hmm.
0: Because, yeah, they literally brought players back and changed how the game was. Right. Yeah, for they for changed
2: the, the <laughs> player experience for the better, which is what the category describes. So it was a little, uh, it's a little upsetting um, for mm-hmm. me. Um, I agree. And then the other thing that rubbed me the wrong way, and this isn't related to the category or anything, but like, don't know his first name. I've just written Girl down Mr. Mustard. <laughs> Donald Mustard. Donald Mustard, I felt like, and I don't know him, so maybe he is a very genuine, honest person, but I just felt like his acceptance speech of like acting emotional, about like being innovative, and like it rubs me the wrong way because like you copied a game mode, you had better developers, that's why you won. Like you didn't win because you love the game community, I don't know. I feel bad saying that stuff. It just came off as like un... Un... uh, Genuine to me. I I don't know.
1: I would like to see some legitimate... Can we pull up any actual player statistics of Fortnite? Because that would...
2: I mean, billions of people. Yeah, it's... No, but like... like
1: age demographic. Because I do think it is mostly children. And which is why I have a problem with his acceptance speech. Because... And this ties into a lot of things we talk about with microtransactions and loot boxes, in a way, I feel that they sort of take advantage of kids and the fact that, hey, Probably. you want to get the the special Christmas holiday weapon that's only available this season. Well, if you don't win at the game, you got to buy whatever Fort Bucks, you know, and, and like they're obsessed with it. You know, the kid I tutor, it's all he wants to talk about. And whenever he tells me... This is where I get my information from him. All he tells me, I'm like, oh, so what's new with Fortnite? He goes, well, it's a new season. It's like Christmas-themed. And um, they're changing the map. I'm like, so what's different besides that? Nothing. It's the same thing every time. Yeah. Except for their special event, which is what Overwatch does. And I would say arguably better because the events you get in that are not game... Do not change your experience of the game. They just cosmetic things and meanwhile even though matt you mentioned it last podcast about talking when we did the game awards that overwatch Mm -hmm. is at its weakest right now i would say Mm -hmm. um they are at least making like updates to characters whether it's a patch or a nerf or you're adding characters and changing things up like do i think overwatch should have won absolutely not it should have gone to destiny 2 or no man's sky like fortnite is not a game that changes the player's experience over time
0: yeah the commercialization of that game is what helped it that, yeah, that's honestly probably. the only thing Absolutely. i can think of and the fact that like i like we've talked about it's made a ton of money which is crazy because it does just like prey on the whole idea of like yeah cool buy these clothes buy these weapons blah 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 mm-hmm. i don't know that one was a bummer but again we all expected fortnite so it was just like uh, yeah all right, take it and take it and go take it and go
2: <laughs> yeah let's move on yes let's. uh best art direction Oberdin. that is a cool one i know oh, yeah. neil loved yes. it and he commented on his, in his review a lot about the art style and it being so unique so that was a surprise for me too i didn't they were think they would get it heavy hitters very heavy hitters so that was really cool that they won that that was pretty exciting Best independent game. Steve, do you want to talk about that?
0: I would love to talk about that. And I'm very happy Celeste won because I was thinking about this last night and I'm kind of upset I didn't bring it up when we talked about our predictions because mm. I only I only glancingly talked about Celeste because of the I, we were talking about game of the year because we didn't really go deep into the best indie game category. But I had mentioned that I thought Celeste was going to win best indie game just based on my experience and based on the reception it got. And then I thought of the fact that it's the only one that was in game of the year voting. So how wouldn't it yeah. have won in best indie oh. game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So, that's a good point. I was very happy to see that, w- that one win. I understand that easily people could argue like Dead Cells. You could argue The Messenger for sure. And so then we saw Dead Cells won best action game, which again they were going up against some heavy hitters. And I like that's what one of the things I liked about this year's Game Awards compared to last. They really spread out the wealth in terms of who won awards. And now mm-hmm. I don't think it's rigged by any chance. I'm not saying like they handpicked who won these team these people at all. All I'm saying is I think the voters understood that they needed to vote for certain games in certain categories so those games could get recognition. Because we saw last year how Breath of the Wild like cleaned house in a game like Horizon Zero Dawn, which I will stand by, is a much better overall game than Breath of the Wild. You can fight me on it. And Horizon Zero Dawn got no love, and I was very upset about that. So I like how they spread out the wealth this year. That was nice. It was cool to see Dead Cells win that. And then it was great to see The Messenger win Best Debut Indie Game. That was awesome because, like we talked about, that game had a ton of hype to live up to which is insane for a game producing a studio producing their first game Mm -hmm. and they delivered and they they truly made a stellar game so congrats to everybody at sabotage but i once i saw that they read celeste i was like so well deserved and it's Mm -hmm. impressive too because that game came out in january so it like stood the test of the year stayed fresh in people's minds and was still good enough because people were like i remember that I need to vote for it. So congratulations to... Uh, it's actually called Matt Makes Games. That's who made Celeste. So oh! Maybe Yay. you should try to get a job there.
1: And what like uh, what a great message, too. And exactly. their speech was so mm. yeah, good. Yeah, I liked their speech, too. I was crying. <laughs> yeah, if, if yeah, any of yeah, you yeah, haven't you played up, it... I'm not
2: crying. You're crying. JK, I'm crying.
0: <laughs> I know. I can't recommend Celeste enough. If you haven't played yeah. it, pick it up. It's on everything. It's on Switch, PS4, Xbox, Steam, everything. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Check it out.
2: Here's one that they announced in the... Confusing pre-show, <laughs> best role-playing game. Oh yeah, uh, which they gave to Monster Hunter World.
1: What? A, why would you announce that in the pre-show? First of all,
2: I'm not entirely certain. Right? I think maybe it had to do something with like travel. That's my best guess. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I, I don't know either. And I because clearly
2: the goal. Monster Hunter World people knew that they were going to win beforehand. You know, yeah. so I'm thinking travel or something, but whatever the. So interesting thing again is that I'll read the description for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Mm. The only thing I'll say about the category is that massively multiplayer online RPGs are different and distinct from standard RPGs. And it should be two categories. Monster Hunter World should definitely win best MMO but the categorization of, of smashing RPG and MMORPG together mm-hmm. is confusing to me. Yeah. And I I do think it should be changed in the future. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'll say about that.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Because <laughs> I know it's a role-playing game. But when you look at the other games in that category, I'm like, those are more of a role-playing game to me than Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Like, I think of Monster Hunter World as a MMORPG, not an RPG. Right, so because they are dis- two distinct things.
0: I am so. hoping as it expands, yeah, we do start to weird. see more of these like subcategories. Like we had talked about yeah. breaking up into yeah. like you know best lead performance, best supporting performance, and you know what's actually really good though is Jeff Keighley is super open to feedback. He's always soliciting mm. feedback.
1: He should listen to this episode. So hopefully, <laughs> you can
0: just tweet it at him, be like, "Hey Jeff, we did a whole episode of feedback for you." Just ignore the Fortnite bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, skip that.
1: <laughs>
0: but seriously, like, he is very open, and that's another thing I really appreciate about him is that he's really trying to listen to the community and change things for the better. For sure. I guess you can tell that he's definitely just trying to kind of show the gaming world as a unified front, so he's really trying to figure out the best way to do that and give yep. all of these folks the recognition they deserve. And it is tough to kind of fit in a time frame, but at the oh, same yeah. time... totally. You're on, like, YouTube and Twitch. Like, you don't have
1: time frame. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Because uh, it's also depending on your attendees and yeah, who's getting award and all that. It's sure. Yeah. It's not just the audience.
2: Best family game. Another category we predicted correctly. Yeah. Overcooked well deserved. Took 2. Well Very deserved. well deserved. Such a fun game.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was also cool to see that win in a category with two Mario games. Like, that's impressive.
2: Yeah. For sure. I'm um, just like with uh like Into the Breach winning best strategy game yeah like you had well I guess all of those are pretty smaller studios Banner Saga three, BattleTech Frostpunk yeah Valkyria Chronicles is Sega but um it's cool that a, a small studio won best uh, strategy game too let's see anything else
1: Overwatch won best esports game it did yeah as I said if they were gonna take a category it would be esports
0: yeah and they honestly. They are because like we talked about this. That's kinda what esports is riding right now. Like esports is kinda getting higher because of Overwatch. That was what was on ESPN. So
1: Yeah. I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. My dad had was like flipping their channels like, Christine, get in here. I'm like, What's wrong? He <laughs> goes, There's video games on isn't this that <laughs> game you play? There's video like, like, games on the yeah. sports channel. I'm like, what is yeah, this? They're having they're having a huge tournament at the Barclays. Yeah. like you didn't know. He's like, What? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I remember all the posters. They're right near my apartment. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I, you know, uh, like Dota 2 and League are so responsible for the rise of esports in my yes. eyes, but I think, I think Blizzard has done a really good job at marketing Overwatch to a larger community than just its fan base, yeah. which is, uh, I think, important for that category. I could honestly easily see Dota 2 or League winning, too. Um, but it, yeah. it's kind of cool for like their innovation in esports that uh, that was given to Blizzard.
0: I also mm-hmm. think Overwatch is just easier to watch for casual viewers. It's like you you it's which very it wasn't. Easy. Yeah, now yeah, it is. Yeah, which it definitely angles. wasn't.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. It definitely was like really. It was really rough. Adapt <laughs> <I learned>. overcome. <laughs> oh, and here is the other one that I wanted to talk about for a little spice. Ooh. Ooh. Content Creator of the Year. Um, oh yeah. First and I'll balanced and fair.
0: <laughs> balanced and fair.
2: <laughs> First of all, I'll say there's no blurb for Content Creator of the Year, so it's hard to know how they were judging this. Yeah. However, I think some things were very clear to everyone watching in that all one, two, three, four, five of the nominees are Fortnite players which is an odd choice, in my opinion. Yeah, I think this was, I I think at the core of this one, the issue was what is the definition of a content creator? Is it a streamer or is it someone putting out good content for the community? And I'd argue that this was a best streamer award and not a best content creator award. When I think content creation, I think people making youtube videos that add something to the community or maybe like a journalist writing like really good article pieces like that to me is content that is interesting and innovative and those people are content creators all of these people are like relatively famous streamers right and they're not the ones cutting their stuff and putting it on YouTube like they have people doing that for them. They're not creating the content. They're they're streaming the content, which I think is a distinction right that wasn't made yeah for whatever reason i I don't know and i think that could just
0: add into the fact that we need like a couple more subcategories which hopefully comes with more growth but because yeah i agree like they're all streamers and i do think there's a difference between a streamer and a content creator because i do consider a content creator somebody who's either writing things creating videos you know hosting shows things like that like actually reaching out like i would look at you know but like the hashtagist does, where he reaches out to people in the video games industry and gives them a platform. Some of the lesser known folks gives them a platform mm-hmm. to like, ex- you know, explain what they're doing in the industry and get some mm-hmm. recognition. I feel like that's content creation. Whereas when you're streaming, yeah, technically you are creating videos. That's for sure because things get saved. You're able to rip them to YouTube for sure. But mm-hmm. really, what you're doing is you're playing video games, and people are watching you play them. So I think yeah. there does need to be some type of distinction between between a streamer and a content creator. Yeah, it's it looks, a little too and, vague.
2: Yeah, and to amend my earlier statement, it looks like Pokimane does play some other things other than Fortnite. Whereas I know I've watched Dr. Lupo, Myth Ninja. Uh, I hadn't heard of Willy Rex, but he is also a Fortnite streamer. Oh, so it looks like she does. Do, yeah, does play other games, but there's um, so
0: many other games to play. Why are people only playing well, Fortnite? <laughs> well, it happening? brings in the most viewers. <laughs> it that's
2: brings why. the most viewers. I will oh, say, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I will say though, I don't know. I think even in far even so, say this was best streamer award and not best content creator, like I would. Actually, say, like, I think Dr. Lupo is a better streamer than Ninja. Mm-hmm. I've watched both of their s- streams before. I've watched Myth before, too. I really think this was one of those where, like, fame came out on top. Nobody else uh, streamed
1: with Drake, so, you know. Yeah,
2: which, uh, I, I don't know. I Because that's the thing. I, s- you I really see argue. why. Yeah.
0: But I was just say you can't really argue, like, with the, the mainstream crossover Ninja's been able to accomplish, which is something not many can say and sure like i think we kind of alluded to this earlier if you want video games to be more mainstream commercialization will follow that just somebody made the comparison I it was either on twitter or something i saw somebody make the comparison where like the oscars are in like their 91st year there's been decades worth of golden globes and grammy awards and even those mm-hmm. big huge mainstream award shows are still a hundred percent commercialized so mm-hmm. it's 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 one of those just like you take the bad with the good like that's what's going to have to happen if you want to get that more mainstream notif- like notice of this medium as an actual positive storytelling medium.
2: Yeah. I don't know, I just th- I, I I just generally think there's better streamers out there. Yeah. Which, you know, there's like people that I really like who I think are entertaining in a way that he isn't is like Tim the Tatman. Yeah. Shroud there's a Destiny streamer, King Gathalian. Like, they're all more engaging also, in uh, a way. also Bear it's...
0: Share, which I feel like the fact that he didn't get I mean, any love at the Game Awards is a goddamn tragedy, so sub to Bear.
2: It is. Honestly, Bear's streams are, like, pretty solid. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I would <laughs> definitely like, consider, I'm not, consider giving don't get it me to wrong, him over Ninja. Folks. I am
0: not patronizing him. Like, I think he's fucking hilarious, and everyone should check out his streams.
2: <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know. That's how I feel about that one, I guess.
1: I agree. I think there should be a distinction between like a streamer award and a content creator category because it's one thing if you're just streaming versus you're streaming, but you're also putting out other content on YouTube or other platforms, whereas, oh, you streamed Fortnite and you got Drake on or whatever. I mean, think
2: about Noclip. Like, Mm -hmm. if you watch even like 10 minutes of a Noclip documentary, you're like... Oh my god! This is like unreal. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. so good. It's
0: insane how they don't get even in the nominations for that.
2: Yeah, what? yeah. So, yeah. Well, and they're
1: all it. streamers <laughs> too, so that's why it's like that. Really should have been like. A best
0: yeah, streamer. hopefully they break it up because I do I think, think they break I do it up, think they'll... like a streamer of the year Jeff. deserves its own category.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Any other thoughts on any of the winners? Any of the losers?
1: Jeff Kaplan presenting. That was the-
2: amazing. <laughs>
1: What did he so say? Good. He was like. He's just, just
2: a big nerd. I know. Yeah. But
1: what what did he say? Um, he said something some, silly. doody who gets the goody or some shit like that.
2: Oh, like, goody, Yeah.
1: <laughs> Okie oh, dokie who God. gets the goody? I don't know. It was something like so that. So funny. I love him. I love how when he came out, we were all going, Jeff. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: And who was it? Wait, where's Marrow's? I think I pinned it. Hold on. So Merovingian says, every time Jeff talks, I feel like I'm on an awkward Tinder date with him. <laughs> and I agree, because he's just, he's just like, hello, hello, Overwatch players. It's Jeff here with another it's Jeff. Dev- developer he's update. he's so funny.
2: Yeah, any other thoughts? Any other closing thoughts that you want to leave our listeners with? Two parting thoughts. Yeah.
0: When Roger Clark accepted his award for best performance in Ar- as Arthur Morgan, the fact that he did not say sure... <laughs> it was devastating. Very devastating. However, however, when Christopher Judge and Sonny, the, the the guy who plays Atreus, presented their award, and when he said, read it, boy, I <laughs> lost it. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> best ever moment ever of the lost night. It. Yeah, Absolutely the best moment of the night. And it was perfect because that's he says that a thousand times in the game. And I was just like, Roger, yeah. take
2: notes. That's what you're supposed to do. You were supposed to say, sure. And that leads us to Stargate so (laughs) (laughs) oh god well cool so that was our discussion and our thoughtful expert commentary on the game awards 2018
0: fair 2019 looks like
2: it's shaping up to be a very cool year for gaming we're super excited for a lot of uh what the game awards teased us with a lot of those world premieres um and so we will see uh See how we do next year at the Game Awards 2019. Hell yeah. Cool. So Steve, do you want to take us away for the end of the show?
0: Yes, I'd love to close out the show. And what a show it's been. We had so much fun last night while the Game Awards were going on, chatting with the community. And this was a great conversation. Obviously, we expected some of these because, like I said at the top of the show, our predictions were pretty good this year. I think we were maybe even like 85%. yeah we got we got there
2: yeah we're very close
0: so it's been a lot of fun so if you have any thoughts on the game awards if there were any surprises if there were some awards that you thought shouldn't have been won by the people who got them give us a call 347-509-5620 let us know your thoughts we'll play it on the next podcast And if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the previous episodes, feel free to go to whatever podcast service you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, doesn't matter what it is, leave us a like, a review, a rating, whatever you're allowed to do. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the other content we produce, feel free to head on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. And if you're feeling generous, throw us a buck or two because every dollar you send us, will go right back into the show to help it be the best it could possibly be. We love all of our support from our patrons and hopefully you'd like to be a patron too someday. So with all that, wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, we appreciate you and we will talk to you all very soon. And Horizon Zero Dawn got no love, and I was very upset about that because everyone's like, "It's a Zelda game; it's gotta be great." It's not that fucking good. For being on, that's a spicy take. Not that good. That is a hot take. That's a
2: spicy take.
0: I know. I'm bringing this back from the hot takes episode. We might have to do hot takes. Yeah, leave
2: leave it back in hot takes. We
0: might have to. (laughs) We might have to do hot takes too. Too hot for me.
2: (laughs) Too hot five me.